We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh! Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Oh! Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am Ty Windish. I am here with the calculating Rohan Kadi. Use that word for a reason today, because we are here for a very specific reason. We're going to talk about the Bucks' financial outlook this season, not going forward. We'll get to that. Obviously, the Drew Holiday extension means the Bucks are going to be in a sticky cap situation for the time being. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, Rohan. We have a big season ahead of us and a potential move to be made. So we figured we'd dive into the numbers and see where the Bucks are at now. And the big question, of course, with this team and this ownership, what's going on with the luxury tax? Will the Bucks be in it? Will they not? We've got some answers and some more questions, but Rohan, how's it going? Doing okay. Doing okay. It's a little bit of a rainy day today. Yeah, it is. It, it's okay. I don't mind the rain. I just mind humidity. And that's a... Uh, it's fine. It messes with my hair. It's all super curly right now. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, so the luxury tax has just been a question with this team. I want to say through their own doing. <laughs> yes, definitely <laughs> through, their, through own their own doing. In the sense, like, for most franchises, it's not really a contentious topic unless you make comments uh, talking about how Brogdon was a luxury. Yeah, using the word luxury, I think, really is, yeah. yeah. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. This shouldn't really be a topic. It is a topic, and I guess it does matter because it does impact team building. It While it may not be a topic of discussion for most franchises, it is a concern for most franchises in terms of, like, how are we going to build this team? What are we going to do around it? How much can we actually pay guys? Are we going to be able to get free agents? 
if we want to like avoid the tax and stuff like that. So this is an actual issue that needs to be discussed, which is why we are here today. So the Bucks have not been paying the tax when they they have not paid the tax during this era at all. And people want that to change. People want that to change just based on a philosophical perspective of like, oh, you need to pay the tax to have like a title contending team. So we might get there. We might get we there. Might. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a good place to start. So the, the question has been raised, like, did they duck the tax this year by the Tory Craig deal or the various other trades they made? You know, we knew that salary was cut back and it's such a big deal. Now that Giannis, Drew and Chris, thank God, are all locked in. Next year, they will be a tax-paying team. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's pretty much no avoiding it. They're almost there just with the guys they have under contract right now, and they have like five guys under contract right now. So they're going to be paying the tax. But this year, will they pay the tax? The answer, did they get there? Did they get below the line? The answer is maybe. And the reason is Drew Holiday. So Drew Holiday has a bunch of likely and unlikely bonuses in his contract, and these bonuses will all continue to be the same factor they are this season for the rest of the duration of his contract. I do know that the bonuses carry over into the extension because it's a contract extension. So the Bucks and thus people covering the Bucks salary cap situation are going to have to bother figuring these things out pretty much every year, which is just great. At least it makes for some episode topics. So basically, if all of Drew's bonuses, unlikely and likely, come to fruition, if he achieves them all, then the Bucks will be a tax-paying team. And there's nothing they can do about it. I th- believe he has about $4 million in bonuses. I think about less than a fourth of that are likely bonuses. So that's what's being counted toward their tax number right now. But all bonuses, likely and unlikely, count toward the salary cap apron, also known as the hard tax number. I think that's something people get confused a lot The hard cap and the tax are not the same number, but they're fundamentally kind of close to that for the Bucks this year. At least it can seem that way because they're about the same if you don't calculate. They seem the same if you only calculate likely bonuses for the tax, but you calculate both for the hard cap. But in actuality, at this point in the year, it really doesn't matter that much whether a bonus is likely or unlikely. At this point, just because they can never exceed the apron, really, at this point in the season. They have a few million dollars of clearance, even with all of Drew's bonuses. It costs like $400,000 to sign a player for the rest of the season. So even if they did the cut Karuk's sign two guys method we've talked about a little bit here, they still would not be close to the apron. They have a ton of apron room. The tax, though, is a different story, Rohan. Yeah. And just to be clear for everyone listening, if you're not super familiar with this terminology, the apron, the hard cap, you have to stay under it. The Bucks do. The Bucks yes. do. Not all teams they are do. Hard, yes, because they are hard capped. They, they, if you do a sign and trade or use the biannual exception, you are mm-hmm. hard capped. The Bucks use so, the biannual exception to sign Bobby Portis. So it was yes. worth it, but they are hard capped. Yes. So they have to stay under that number. So yeah, they have to stay under that. The tax, you don't have to stay under it. No. That's what I mentioned earlier. It's a contentious yeah. topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to go through some of the bonuses that uh, are likely and unlikely for Drew Holiday here? Yes. And there's a lot of confusion around this. So I got some great information from 
a league source, and from RM Palamodian. I hope I pronounced that right. Sorry, my guy, if I didn't, of no trade clause. You should follow on Twitter. I think his ad is just at his name. Um, tremendous salary cap resource. So he was also very helpful in figuring some of this out. So if you factor in the likely bonuses, the Bucks are about 700K under the tax. There are a ton of unlikely bonuses. A lot of them probably won't actually happen. Some unlikely bonuses will happen. It's it's not it, it's not like someone decides this. It's just strictly based on what happened the year before. So there's a little bit of confusion, honestly, about we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's likely and what's unlikely? It was very hard to track down Drew's bonus structure, and we still don't have it exactly. What we do know for facts, the big kahuna bonus 1.05 1.05 million if Drew's team wins the title. So if you're just doing the mental math, Bucks are 700K below, that bonus will swing it for sure if it happens. If the Bucks win the championship, and there's a chance some likely bonuses don't convert, but some unlikely probably will too. So pretty good shot. If they win the title, the Bucks will be in the tax. If they don't, it seems like they won't be in the tax unless a couple very unlikely things happen at this point. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Yeah, so that's kind of it's kind of weird. If you're wondering like why why is this sort of a bonus? This was a contract that was signed by the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, and those bonuses are carrying over into the Bucks. So it's like that's that's why a title is a significant bonus because let's be honest, like the Pelicans were not a contender. It would have so. been it would have been just ridiculously wild if they won the title and they definitely would have been like a million dollars? Absolutely. We'll probably not get another one of these as long as you're in the league, Drew Holiday. Sure. Well, let's make it 10 million. Who cares? 
Yeah, plus it counts towards like the overall number that you want to say for like contracts. So that that's yeah. that's sort of a little that's like pandering for like agents and players and sort of sort of that sort of thing. So that actually comes into effect with the Milwaukee Bucks, who have very very clear goals of achieving a title uh, during this uh, during this contract run and now extended contract run with Drew Holiday. So having having a one point zero five million dollar bonus to win the title and that will push the bucks over the tax is almost it's almost poetic right uh for this team it's just great it's like oh you don't need luxuries uh for title contention and that's what we've been hearing and then it's like oh if you do win the title then you have to pay the tax it's it's beautiful beautiful it is yeah and and hopefully them having to dip into the tax this year. The reason they're trying to duck the tax, I think we've said this before, and it is worth saying, just so it's clear why we're taking these shots, it's not the whatever amount of money they'll have to pay this year. It'll be very paltry, right? Like their actual tax bill for 2021 will not be a lot, even if all of Drew's bonuses factor in. It'll, it'll be a couple million dollars. probably be around like $2 million. Almost nothing. They don't care about that. The issue is the repeater tax. So the more years in a row you're in the tax – the numbers get really untenable. Well, not really untenable, but they get much higher. Nothing is untenable for billionaires, but the numbers get much higher for sure. So they're trying to avoid that um, in future years. Like we've already said, they're going to be like way over going forward. And really, this is hopefully, a problem that's, hopefully. Yeah. It's, a, it's a problem that's plagued like sort of the Warriors uh, yeah. <laughs> over the, their title run where they just had like every player on max contracts. That's why uh, during like the 2019 finals, you saw like Clay and Durant got hurt and you just have these guys, just just yeah. guys out there like starting for them. Like who are, who are these guys? And they're starting in the NBA finals. It's because they don't have cash to do that well, because it was like their luxury tax bill would be essentially double their payroll. <laughs> well, do you remember like the, the actual amount they have to pay for Kelly Oubre this season is ridiculous for that same reason. Like when they traded for him, it was seen as such a big deal because they're not just paying whatever his salary is. It's like, it costs them like $50 million for a season of Kelly Oubre because of their repeater tax and how much more he would push them up. It was crazy. So the Bucks are going to get there, but back to this season when they have not paid the tax really at all. Um, so that's the, that's the big bonus. That's the one that will probably determine if they're in the tax, the likely bonuses from what we've heard total around 765,000. So these are already applied to his cap hit. Um, these are factored in all along. So this is the number, including these is the number a lot of people are using to say what their space is before the luxury tax. So, um, these are now prorated because some of them are games and minutes. So originally it was 66 games. And 2,075 minutes. It's now this season, 58 games and 1,822 minutes. And we believe that includes regular season and playoffs. Those are both $255,000 bonuses. They're likely and they're likely to actually happen. Like not just using the CBA terminology. He's going to get to those numbers. It's pretty easy at this point, especially if playoffs are factored in. So though that 500000 and change put that in Drew's pocket and put that on the books. Then there is a 67 game. I don't know why it's different. Originally 67 games, not 66, uh, which is now proted to 59 and 3.15 rebounds per game. And that's another 255,000. I, I don't know if that's the same bonus or two different bonuses. That's what I mean. There's, it's difficult to factor uh, what exactly is going on, but either way, 
they or it will be hit. Drew's averaging 4.5 rebounds this season. So that should not be an issue at all for him. Yeah. So these are, like you mentioned, these are the sort of numbers that are already factored in. Um, so like if you if you go on like any salary cap website and say like, oh, this is uh, this is Drew's cap hit, that is included. Like that $765,000 is included in that. But when it gets sort of tricky is these unlikely bonuses, which uh, if we want to go into this first one, which used to be a likely bonus, uh, but is now an unlikely bonus, is another originally 67 games played, now 59 games played, and 7.3 assists per game, which is another $255,000. Now, when he signed this contract back in 2017 with the Pelicans, he was coming off of a season where he did average 7.3 assists per game. However, this season, he is averaging 5.4 assists per game. If you wanted to take, like, he plays the remainder of the regular season, the remaining 22, 21 games when this is out, you would see that he would have to average over 10 assists a game the rest of the way and play in every single game. So basically doubling his assist output for the remainder of the season, which is why we're it's an unlikely bonus now. Yeah, um, it's it's just not going to happen, frankly. So that's like there, a lot of these totals and the unlikely bonuses that we talked about could happen. Most of them, you can just say straight up right now, won't happen. The assist number, it won't happen. Um, there's a lot of these are based on awards. It, like They really shot for the moon with some of these bonuses. Uh, I've seen MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, All-NBA, Finals MVP, NBA Assist Leader, All-Star. We know All-Star is not happening. And all defensive team are all. I don't know. I don't know the actual values. I know the all defense team is reportedly a hundred thousand. These all might be a hundred thousand. I'm not sure, but whatever they are, safe to assume. Outside of all defense, and I guess, I guess all NBA and Finals MVP, but those feel unlikely defensive too. Player of the year. No, that's that's out. It's yeah, gonna be Gobert Simmons. It's gonna be Gobert Simmons. So MVP DPOI are out. NBA assist leader is definitely out. All-star is literally out. So all NBA, I find this highly unlikely. I don't think he's played nearly enough. I don't think he's really in the conversation. I think that's out. Finals MVP, maybe, but pretty safe bet if they win, it's going to be honest. All defense also, team, I if, think, could happen. And if they win uh, finals, like if he wins finals MVP, that means the Bucks won the title. Yeah, so they're in the tax anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it really does not matter at that point. If there's a situation in which Drew Holiday wins finals MVP and the Bucks are not champions, I want to see what type of numbers he put up in that game. Is he averaging? Like, did did everyone else on the team, like, get hurt and he's averaging, like, 80 points a game? I still, I mean, after LeBron didn't get it in 2015, I just don't think it's going to be possible anymore. That's what I'm saying. The only possible was, scenario is, yeah, like, no Giannis, no Chris, and then he's just, he's scoring one on five. The entire, like, he's the only guy left. I don't, I, yeah, real Jerry West stuff. They make on the new logo, but um, yeah. So we're just going to say no um, to most of these. So all defense is the one that he could hit if he doesn't, if the Bucks don't win the title, but if it's a hundred K that also, as you've like, we've done the math, right? The 700 K ish of room factoring in the likely bonuses, a prorated vet minimum player would cost around 400,000 right now. It changes by the day. But it was 455,000, I think, on April 6th, and it goes down a little bit every day. So even if it's at that number, though, that plus 100K for all defense, you still have a couple hundred thousand dollars of breathing room 
So even with all of these, and I think there's some other playoff ones too. I heard if they don't win the title, but they get to the finals, there could be up to 200K or around 200K there. So you can get close if he's all defense and they make the finals and they sign a buyout guy. But every day that that doesn't happen, it's uh, there's a little bit more of a cushion. Yeah. When it really starts to get interesting here is if they sign two buyout guys. <laughs> yes. So then then it really, I think, just comes down to if they win a title or not. I, I think everything else is pretty much out at that point. Yeah. So if they do sign two buyout guys and it's uh, prorated to the sense that you're under that 700,000-ish in room uh, that they're currently facing, then that's why, then it's like for sure title or no tax. They might act. They could hit it if they sign two buyout guys soon. I think. Yes. That they could. They could come up against it. I think if they wait long enough, they can make it. So if they don't win the title, but they sign both guys, they'd be under. But they'd probably have to wait a few more days. And the I all defensive it's thing. April thirteenth. What's oh is that what's April thirteenth? Oh, is that that's the day that we calculated they'd be able to yep. factor it? But that was before we knew the bonuses. But now we know the bonuses aren't changing that a ton. But the all defensive team, I do think, is worth a thought because I think that could that is realistic. I think that could happen. So then I don't know if that number that or that date factored in that or not. But obviously, you'd need each contract to be fifty k less if there's a hundred k more. So there's a lot going on here. Is the long and the short of it? But the big picture takeaway, and I'm sorry if this was entirely confusing. The big takeaway: they sign the fifteenth roster spot. They're not going to pay tax unless they win the championship. If they waive Karuks and sign two guys, feels likely that they waive the tax unless they wait until that day sometime next week or whatever in April. But it also would then depend on the all-defensive team. And if they achieve their goal and win a title, it wouldn't matter. They'd certainly be in the tax anyway. So that did – we, did we, is that everything? Did we cover – is that the current Bucks' current financial situation? I think so. Yeah, situation? so that's a good wrap-up. It's a good wrap-up. So basically, if they win the title, essentially, they are in the tax. Yes. If they do not win the title – they have still avenues to pay the tax in the sense that if you don't wait until this date and sign two buyout guys, and which includes waiving Kuruks, and then uh, Drew Holiday meets his uh, all-defensive uh, bonus in addition to the reported, uh, let's say, make the finals bonus or yeah. whatever, then there's another avenue for them to pay the tax. The ways they do not pay the tax is if they only sign one more Biocas, so get that 15th roster spot, and they don't win the title. Yeah, I, it seems like every like at this point, I think even if they get to all those finals bonuses, the all-defensive team, and the roster spot, I think then it's close. I think then it's close. I, it could go either way, and it might be depending on the day. Who knows? Maybe that's why that 15th spot is not filled. My educated guess, I want to throw this question to you, at this point, do you think they'd act? Do you think the Karuks thing is? I don't think it's going to be a thing. Personally, I don't think it's happening. I don't think it. They they save no money by waving Karuks. I've seen that question asked. His contract is guaranteed, so really it would just open up the roster spot. And I, I say it's not happening because we talked about it makes it more likely for them to pay the tax if they go on a non championship t- uh, playoffs run. Also, the field is just not that inspiring. And I just especially post Teague working out. I just I don't see what it what you really benefit from adding two more guys as opposed to one more guy, given the options for one more guy are not all that like I'm not I'm not getting hot and bothered over any of these available candidates. 
Yeah. So basically my feelings on this are it it's not really likely to happen after Macklemore signed with the Lakers. Yes, that's a good because call. I feel like that was the other player that they potentially had uh, interest in, and that was re- reported by the Athletic that they do had they did have interest in Macklemore beside but before he signed with the Lakers. So there's no real candidates that really excite me uh, in terms of uh, them signing as a, a second, or a, I guess at that point it would be a third buyout guy. Assuming they get a second, this is all assuming they sign someone to that 15th roster yeah. spot, whatever is going on with Austin Rivers. Maybe we'll hear news about that on Monday. Someday. Yeah. So I said someday, not Sunday. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think 13th is Tuesday. Tuesday. Got it. Um, yeah. So we already kind of mentioned it. Let's talk about buyout guys. One last thing on the unlikely, likely bonuses cap calculations. I'd say both of us are amateur dabbling capologists. So if we got any of that wrong, sorry. I know we did try to source. Please the let us know. Stuff. Actually, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. The one thing I'm most confident in is all of those bonuses are existing one way or another, likely or unlikely. And the championship thing is the big thing that all the people I talk to who know a lot more than us about this confirmed. It's like if they win it, they're almost certainly going to pay. If they don't, potentially not. So that that's the big takeaway. That's what we're most confident in. And like I said, up, up front, we get to do this every year, although it probably won't be as important every year. And yeah, we'll see. We'll it's see. realistically most important this year yes, because this as, is when it sets up the repeater tech. Like you mentioned up top. Next year is essentially guaranteed to pay the tax yeah. because if you have uh, Giannis's supermax is kicking in, he's going to be making a a lot a lot of money, uh, and that's not even like uh, including like what his fifth year is going to be. Like that player option is just wild. What is it? It is a forty basically forty nine million dollar player option, which he's going to turn probably down. decline. Yeah, yeah. fifty two. I think it's fifty two. Actually, uh, yeah, fifty-two sounds more accurate. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a big number. But okay, buyout guys. So let's wrap up very quickly. What's happened in the last week or so? Not going to go in depth on most, if not any of these, because they're very low impact. Um, John Henson on a ten day with the Knicks. Shout out John Henson. I hope he uh, gets some run there and gets to play and get back in the league. We we support yeah, John Henson on this pod. Okay, I I forgot about John Henson. He would have excited me as a player. That would have been fun. Yeah, that would have yes. been fun. Get, get John Henson a ring. Get John Henson a Bucks ring someday. Um, Daquan Jeffries claimed off waivers by Rockets. Sure. TJ Leaf on a two way to Portland. Dwayne Dedman to Miami. I forgot he was even available. But the fact that he was just available this whole time and no one signed him until now kind of tells me something. Um, would have been interesting, but I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not upset the Bucks missed out there. Uh, you already mentioned Ben McLemore to the Lakers. Shaq Harrison to the Nuggets on a two-way. I thought that was a good get for Denver on a two-way, but it's a he's a guard defender. It's not really a player I think the Bucks need. They're shooting questions. Gary Payton, two to the Warriors on a 10-day. Shout out the Mitten. The Mitten forever. Uh, herd legend. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. And Bucks legend. And, oh, yeah, of course. 48 he minutes, right? He was starting games for them in 1718. I tried to block it out. Did he have a 48 minute or was that just Tim Frazier? That was Tim Frazier. He had the 53. Oh, my God. Jason Kidd. Someone stop him. Uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. That wasn't even Jason Kidd. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Someone stop Bud, too, man. It's, we've been on both of those trains. 
Let me get, I can't even get through this three word name right now. It's all this mitten talk. Rondé Hollis Jefferson to Portland on a 10 day. Kem Birch likely heading to Toronto. I saw people were, were a little sad about Birch. If you want an undersized center to play, just tweet hashtag free Diakite and we could have that happening. Yes. I guess the, the counter argument to that is Kem Birch is actually, uh, there's evidence of him being. I mean, there is. Not Come a ton. On. Not a, pull up Come the b-ball ref. Pull up the b-ball ref. He is I mean, a guy it's, that... It's more than Diakite. He's... Oh, sh- okay. Sure. That's... that's no, yeah. I'm saying that's... I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying that's at the counter argument. Yeah, I, I know. But it's... I, I also think that's like the lowest of low impact spots for the team. I'm not looking for more guys to play center. I think there's enough guys already that play center. This season. Yeah. Uh, it's just, Some it players that play too much center. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cambridge to Toronto is fine. Um, so let's go available players recently made available. Jerome Robinson, former lottery pick. The fact that he just got waived by uh, the wizards or wherever yep. he ended up. I think it was the wizards. Uh, the Clippers picked him right after SGA. Was it? Yeah. They were back to back picks. They had back to back picks and they took SGA and then Jerome Robinson, Jerome Robinson, not been good. I don't anticipate anything here, but I figured I'd mention it. No, he like, was a pick before Michael Porter jr. Oh, that's what it was. He was two picks after Shea. Yeah, because they Bridges had two right was, next to each other. Yeah. yeah, okay. Miles Bridges was after Shea and then Jerome Robinson. It made so much sense for them to get Michael Porter because they already had the proven, like, reliable player in SGA. I digress. Bad move Clippers. Imagine that team with freaking Michael Porter Jr. Um, Iggy Brazdinkis, again, I said the name wrong, sorry. Um, uh, drafted somewhat high. Former Nick, Nick's for clicks. I, I'm not... Do we even talk? No. I don't know, either of these no. guys? No, I this is no. too much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe if the G League was playing right now and ex- and the herd existed this season, we'd see them there. I don't think they're going to be the fifteenth guy. I don't think any any unproven, even if it's a former Lotto pick like Jerome Robinson, if they haven't shown anything, I just don't think that's the direction the Bucks are going to go with this spot. Personally, yeah. Yeah, that's it's, like what's the point? What are they? What's what are you going to accomplish? Really, you need to get Jerome Robinson in the system to. I don't even know what he like. I, I don't know. I don't see much value in the crop of young players that are actually available and getting them in. I think I'd rather have a vet who can at least play if needed. Yeah, it's it's mostly at this point you're just loading up. You're loading yeah, up for exactly. the, those playoffs, and you just need anyone you can really get your hands on. Yeah. It's it's an arms race. That's what it is. I mean. I I say arms race with these these players. Uh, what's it's like a it's like a water gun race, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> water balloon race, stink bomb yeah. race. Um, You're trying to get players who theoretically could help you if things go bad. So just like as an insurance policy. Yeah. And none of these guys you just mentioned are that. No. Um, Gary Clark. I'm actually out on Gary Clark. He, yeah. he can't shoot. It's like it's it's similar to Shaq Harrison, I think. He's like a small forward who just can't shoot. And it's like to me, it's like less appealing Tory Craig. And it's like I just no interest. I, I think some teams will want him. I think he could help some teams. I think I've seen, I think Adam Mars just said, I, I believe it was him, was like he could help Denver because they could use another guy to throw at guards. I don't think the Bucks need one of those that badly, especially one that can't shoot. Like Denver is a team that can kind of afford guys that can't shoot because Murray, Jokic, nope. MPJ. 
Gary Clark got waived. Oh, by he got Denver. waived by Denver. Yeah. Oh, I'll, you know what? That was the Shaq Harrison analysis, not the Gary Clark. So they swapped out Gary Clark for Shaq Harrison. So my yeah. bad on that. Thank you, Rohan. Um, so I don't know where Gary Clark's going to go, but I don't have much. Gary Clark came in the uh, Aaron Gordon trade. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. What? Yeah, are you interested in, in Milwaukee no. Buck Gary Clark? No. no, no, no. Maybe like two years ago. Smaller Tory Craig does not appeal to me. I mean, bigger Tory Craig, like, so just Tory Craig didn't play. Exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So I'm out. <laughs> bigger, smaller Tory Craig. So just. <laughs> uh, so Austin Rivers is the last name. Yeah. It's and... just, it's just Austin Rivers at this point. I, yeah. my belief is they're just waiting till next week and then they'll sign him and then it'll all be, it'll all be fine. Cause otherwise we would have heard something. If the Bucks blew another deal, we would have heard it. We definitely would have heard about it by now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, all we know uh, is that contract that apparently was going out to him is has not been signed if it was ever printed or or docu signed or whatever. So Austin Rivers not a buck, could be a buck, could sign anywhere that is a roster spot. Do you think okay, I'll ask you this. Do you think he will be a buck? No. No? No, because it I don't know. I, I do they usually I feel like it's hard to circle back when something falls through. Every time something's fallen through, we never heard anything else about it. We never heard a peep about EJ Montgomery. Unfortunately, the Bogdan thing. I think EJ was actually invited to a training camp deal. Was, but I thought he didn't. Or was he a two-way? Was that it? Was he? He was. It was reported as a two-way, and then nothing happened, and then he was a camp invite. Oh, maybe. But uh, Miles Powell disintegrated. Yeah, that's that's the one where it's just like. Yeah, I say that's the failed Bucks deal. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, that's the one where we just we just heard nothing, just absolute Nada. crickets about it. Was that Shams as well? I think so. And Shams was Rivers, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Maybe the maybe the I saw I saw some uh, speculation out there in the Twitterverse that uh, the Bucks are trying to test who's leaking stuff. Uh, I saw that too. Um, we'll see. We'll see on that one. But the important things to keep in mind here are any player waived today, as you're listening to this on day one, on Friday, April 9th, they clear waivers by Sunday. Those players, if, if they're waived after today, they're not playoff eligible, but they don't have to be signed. That's a common misconception. They can be signed any day before the end of the regular season. They just can't be on a roster after technically Sunday or they have to clear waivers by Sunday, whatever the designation yeah. is, but they have to get waived today. The news has to break basically. Well, I guess technically it doesn't have to break, but re- realistically it will. So anybody because waived today a transaction. Yeah. yeah. So any, the transaction anybody, has to happen today is yes. what we're trying to say here. So yes. if a player is not waived by today, they are not playoff eligible. So, so basically the bucks aren't going to sign anyone. <laughs> basically waived. the auto Porter junior deal is going to be dead. If you don't hear about it within the next less than 24 hours. Exactly. Okay. Do we have? Uh, I think we've wrapped it up. Like uh, we've yeah. we've covered everything here, haven't we? I I feel like we did. I'm I'm proud of us. We dug into the weeds on the cap, and yeah. hopefully we came out without too much egg on our face. Yeah. So please tell us if we are wrong. Remember, the Bucks will be a tax paying team if they win the title. That's a big takeaway from yep. this. Uh, I guess we can wrap this. Say thank you for listening to this episode of the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. If you did enjoy the show, make sure to leave a rating on Apple and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Make sure to spread the good word about this podcast. Tell your family, friends, everyone. Check out all the content across the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Stay safe, everyone, and we will talk to you next time.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.